Welcome to another episode of the Polymer Week podcast. We have been already talking with several incredible artists and we really appreciate all your interest and support. Our today's special guest is Anna Belci from Spain, a designer of contemporary jewelry, a wonderful teacher and polymer clay enthusiast. I'm so happy to have you here today. Just uh, maybe for the start, can you tell me how are you and how is the polymer clay community in Spain right now? Well, hello, Lucy. I'm Anna. I think all of you know me. Um, I'm so happy to be here, a bit nervous, <laughs> waiting for your, your questions. And I came from Spain, as you, as you know. And how is the polymer clay community here in Spain? I think we are locked, locked out. Uh, it's not too much uh, movement at this moment in the Spanish uh, community, unless on the internet. It's uh, in local groups, it's okay. We have uh, Zooms and chats and everything, but it's not uh, as uh, big and as uh, noisy as usual, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. Spanish people. So I guess you are looking forward to meet offline again yeah. in the near future, right? I think uh, for Spanish people, it's not the same to, to meet online than... Mm-hmm. Of, of course, not for anybody, but, uh, you know, there's an other people that don't care a lot. If we have to meet uh, by Zoom, okay, go for them. But it's not the same for Spanish people. It's not so easy to meet uh, by Zoom for, for clay. And do you feel like that with this transition and change, you might lose some of the clayers that were used to be a part of the community and right now they have a problem to you know, get an access to online meetings and these things? Mm, not sure, not sure if... Uh, I think... Uh, oh, it's a difficult question. I think there's a lot of people uh, playing with polymer clay at home, but uh, mm-hmm. you know that the Spanish people love to touch ourselves, to hug ourselves. Uh, yeah. con- physical contact is so, so important for us. So. When we uh, join together to, to clay, it's not only to clay. It's uh, it's about uh, friends and 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 having half a beer, uh, take a, uh, a chat together, you know. So polymer clay is it's so important, but it's also an excuse. And mm-hmm. for some reason, <laughs> we think that if we can't do the have the whole uh, packet, it's not. Uh, the same to be on on, on online uh, meeting or something you, mm-hmm. you know so uh, it's uh, i think it's not exactly the medium for spanish people it's uh, it's not uh, a thing really easy to yeah. meet together okay not yeah. to go on internet and to get a lot of information and to buy uh, tutorials to see videos or some or, or that way you know but uh, go together to to have a meeting to play uh, it's it's a bit difficult <laughs> yeah. you know when i was teaching in madrid it was kind of funny to me because i was expecting that all those attendees will be you know working really fastly and they will be happy to work with the clay and do all the stuff and to be honest 
firstly I was really surprised because they were more like we can wait to have a break and lunch and pizza and you know talk together and I was like pretty nervous because I was not sure that we will finish the project in time and at the end of the class I was really surprised how it went because they were really talented and they can do both they can meet and hug and eat and have fun together but also they can work and play which is really great exactly it's uh, you have uh, explained perfectly it that's the that's the way the spanish way i think no that's the 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 how we meet together to play it's it's of course a, a hobby there's people working with polymer clay 20 years but it's a hobby that goes with everything so we have mm -hmm. to chat we have to stop uh, we have to take it easy but at the end we work a lot because uh, you're I, we, I was uh, there uh, with you and, and you realized that people finish the project. So it's yeah. a different way. So I don't know. That, that's why I think uh, Spanish uh, players don't love exactly Zoom meetings or online meetings, something mm. like that, because they can't speak all of them at the same time, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so do you remember when we published a book with you? I guess it was about a year and a half. And in the book, A New Generation of Polymer Clay that we published and you have been a part of, is an article about you that says, and I will read you the part. When being a little girl, Anna received a craft book as a Christmas gift and saw there a project for working with polymer clay. And then you said, I fell in love with it. I tried to find that magic material in Spain, but it was impossible to find it anywhere. So I declined that task and forgot it for 18 years. And well, 18 years is a long time. How did it happen that you found this material again? Exactly, it was an aunt of, of me that uh, that uh, gave me this uh, this book as a, as, a, as a gift. And it was a, so a strange situation because I, I wasn't in my best uh, moment in, the, in those times, 18 years after this book. I was a bit depressed, I, I felt that I, I couldn't find my way in, in, in life, so it was uh, not good times. And I was, it was the time of uh, starting on internet for me. So I started to, to, to look for things that can make me feel just a bit happy, you know, because it was so difficult for me to think and it, it, it wasn't a, it wasn't a good time. So, um I found this uh, clay and for a moment it was like, oh, what is this? This is that material. I can't believe it. I don't know why I, I, I get, I, I reach to it. But, but finally I, I found it and it was, wow, this. And in that moment, everything in my mind get off all the problems, all this uh, uh, feeling of being hollow inside and, and everything was like being a, a, a small girl playing with uh, these images in my mind. So I started to look for it and oh, this is another thing. And it was, for me, it was a big, big world there because, you know, in this book, there's only two projects. <laughs> It's two pages yeah. of the book, and there it was website and website and the ancient wars uh, times, no? 
So mm. it was amazing feeling. And, and, and I couldn't uh, stop. Every day was looking for another website and, and read and look. And you know, the, those small kids that have the, the brochure for the, <laughs> the, uh, the, oh, their toys, okay, that they look and they touch the, the brochure, you know, for mm -hmm. me was the same. I was uh, absolutely fascinated with, with that mm -hmm. material and, and, and it was incredible. So I started just to read and look how, how this mm -hmm. uh, worked because it, it wasn't for me easy to, to try to look for something and get frustrated and also that my way of being needs to understand things before touch them, okay? Mm -hmm. So I, I have a lot of time reading, watching and enjoy just uh, as, a, as a person who looks, no? And then there was a day that I, say, I said, okay, this is the time to go to a shop and look for this uh, material, okay? So I was uh, living in a big city in Valencia, in, in Spain, so I thought it could be easy to find the, the material, and, and it was. I went to one of the biggest uh, stores, and there were that uh, that material, and, and I can remember that I, I bought uh, three packages, one of purple, one of uh, white, and one of translucent. And it was like my treasure. <laughs> well, if you're okay with that, I think this topic is really important to talk about because maybe actually it can be helpful for those who are having the same problems. And you say you were having depression at the time. Do you mind to describe it a bit more? What was your day like when it was happening and how did you deal with it thanks to the polymer clay? Well, depression is, is really, really terrible. Uh illness you know and people can't uh, they don't want to speak about they feel mm. uh, some shame embarrassed it's difficult to understand something that happened in your mind and it's so easy to blame to put the blame on you and say oh this is because i can't go further because i'm uh, lazy or because uh, everything that happens i take as a much bigger than in reality is but the truth is that it's an, an illness it's not something that people think about depression or mental uh, all the mental uh, disease and how do you feel i think i can't say how all the people with depression can feel, feel but i know how can i feel and and it happens really sometimes usual you know this this Time is not the best time also for me with the pandemic and all this thing. But I feel the first thing I feel is that I'm uh, I have nothing inside myself, you know, uh, usually I can think in a quickly way, you know, but when I feel depressed, I, I know that I can't think, you know, everything is empty for me. It's like a big hollow. So uh, I, I feel a lot of uh, sadness all the time is, is terrible because uh, everything uh, reflects your sadness, even a, a amazing flower or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I can feel that, I, I feel that I can't do anything uh, right 
done, you know. Everything that you, you touch, it's going to be dark and uh, yeah, it's it, that that kind of feeling is for me. And and of course, everything uh, messing around and and in a everything. It's so difficult when you feel depressed. Everything mm -hmm. you want to be good, but you can't, and you 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 don't know how to do it. But you know you want to be there. So having something that allows you to forget that even just for a minute, it's it's just a privilege, you know. It's something that it's, wow. Because imagine all day long thinking, having all this feeling and thinking that you are not good, you can do anything, you are empty, you, wow, that's so tired. <laughs> In reality, you know, imagine. So if you can say, stop, wow, that's amazing. Even if it's just five minutes a day, because those five minutes, wow, they, they, they are the most valuable thing in the world for those moments. So mm -hmm. that's what happened to me with polymer clay. And it's not necessary to be depressed. I'm in some way, I'm some kind of depressed person person you know I have I can be really good a long time but sometimes I get down you know you know I think it's good that you admit that that you say that there is also the other side and there's nothing wrong about it exactly exactly so uh, polymer clay is, is my my friend all the time in my life it's that friend that it's there all the time She's going to hear me, she's going to support me, and we are going to have fun together, you know, mm -hmm. because of course I have my family and my friends, but it's completely different relationship. I never get judged by Polly McClay yeah. when I'm bad, when I'm good, yes, <laughs> but that's, that's another thing. So, so I think that it's some kind of privilege to have Polly McClay in my life. So we can say that the polymer clay kind of saved you in your darkest moments, right? Yeah, absolutely. It saved me in my darkest moment and it's with me and share the better one, the best one, you know? So mm -hmm. we have the two things. It's not only the friend that it's with you when you are down, but it's also the friend that it's with you when you are up. So that's mm -hmm. really, really important. It has been more than 20 years since you have been working with this material. Has your relationship with the clay changed during those years? Mm, I, I think I have changed. Me, myself, is the mm. one have changed. You know, it's 20 years. I started with 27, I'm 47. So it's a, it's, fortunately, I have changed a lot. <laughs> you know, people, I, there's people that say, no, it's much better not to change. I think it's good. No, I think my relationship has changed in the way that for the beginning was something therapeutical, then it was a hobby, then became a big hobby, and finally became a, a profession, if, if we can say about so. In that way, there's a different way of getting a relation with a, with a material, if it's just a hobby or it's, it, it's a, a job. So, but the love I have, it's exactly the same. The care I have uh, for polymer clay is exactly the same. So it's, uh, for me, the job, the finish of my job, it's not, oh, this is sound, it's going to sound a bit strange, but it's not the money. 
it's to be happy with what I'm doing. And of course, I need to, 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 to earn money. So that's, that's another thing as a profession. But uh, uh, the way I, I, I sit down in my, in my studio to work with polymer clay has evolved with the years, I, but it's a similar relationship, you know, has evolved because I want to, to know much more about polymer clay, to discover more things about polymer clay. Because you also help people with severe mental illnesses, am I right? I was a, I was a teacher, I have another privilege, you know, it's, I think it's mm -hmm. a privilege to work, to, to have a job that you really like and that teach you a lot of things. So I have the opportunity because I, after uh, starting with polymer clay as a hobby, I, I get friend of the owner of one of the owners of the shop. I was uh, buying uh, a lot of beads and these mm -hmm. findings for jewelry. Uh, so it was a different shop from the beginning. So we get friends and I told them to uh, bring uh, polymer clay. So at the end they, they have it. And I started to teach in that, uh, in that shop. So it was uh, something that happens. One lady came to one of my workshops and that lady was best friend of my future boss in mental <laughs> disease uh, association. No? So mm -hmm. I started to um, teach uh, people with schizophrenia, with uh, severe, mm -hmm. uh, really severe schizophrenia. And it was amazing uh, job. It was, uh, you know, I have to teach them and, 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 You know, for the first day, I say, oh, this is going to be easy because we are going to start from the beginning, blah, blah, blah. So theoretical, you know, and the thing is, is uh, you have to change your mind and everything because uh, this is this is not about teaching exactly. Of course, you have to teach them, but you only have to teach how to use a, a plier or how to use a bead or how to make a necklace. It's everything. It's how you are going to help them to be part of the society. And so yeah. it's it was something like, wow, this is not about uh, jewelry. And it was, uh, and it was a, an amazing uh, process for them and for me because I couldn't understand a lot of the things that happened in the past with the depression and, 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 and for them also because uh, every day you could see how they grow up. And, and and how they have a different uh, um, feelings and someday they were good, someday they were not as good, but they evolved a lot and they were so, so, so loving person, you know, it was uh, amazing. Some of them are one of my best friends at this moment and, and it was uh, the feeling that I, 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 try to, trans uh, to, to translate to them, to give them, was the same feeling I, I have with my depression. If there's something that you can love, as I loved uh, polymer clay, it's going to be much easier for you to, to be happy in this, uh, in this world. Is something popping in your mind that you are really happy about that happened or that you achieved and want to share with us? About them? I think yeah. uh, it's not one thing. It's a. 
it's the whole ambient, you know. Mm -hmm. It's not about one person that go uh, much better in their life. And it's, oh, okay, that's, uh, two weeks ago, one of the ladies uh, that were with me and, and I haven't seen since I've moved to, to Murcia, she found my my phone number and and she phoned me and we were talking about uh, one hour together and it was so uh, lovely because it's supposed she was my student and and I have to help them with her but in those moments in that conversation in a pandemic <laughs> era and it was so lovely to be like her, you know. It's mm -hmm. not like she was like me because she has a ball. No, it was like I was like her. We were two completely normal people talking because we have a, a common past, you know. And that it's really, really incredible because that was what we were looking for, that they have a normal life. So mm -hmm. that's the best uh, gift for me. Of course, I have wonderful uh, companions uh, as a professional in those uh, in that uh, job. I, I, they were amazing people. You know that kind of people where you start working as a group and everything is possible, <laughs> even the impossible. Mm -hmm. You know <laughs> because all the time there were unless one of them saying, "Okay, we can do that." No, so. It was a completely nice uh, job. It wasn't the same with my bosses, but <laughs> that's different, you know, that sometimes it's, there's a conflict. But with the companion and with the, the people with mental disease, it was wow. Mm -hmm. So do you feel that this experience changed you in a good way, I'm sure? Yes, yes, absolutely. I, uh, you know, as I told you, I started there thinking that I could teach and that was blah, this this step, blah, blah, blah. And, and the reality say, stop, Anna. This is, this is not uh, what you have learned before. You have to learn from them and you have to adapt to them. So mm -hmm. I think as a teacher, it was one of my, the best um, learning for me because it gives me all the time the, 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 the you know, I have to remember all the time that I have to focus on the student. And it's not the student that has, oh, of course, they have to listen to me, but it's not about they have to listen to me. I have to listen to them. And so I can try to move my way of teaching to adapt them. So mm -hmm. can you imagine that? I think there's a lot of people teaching that no one is going to tell them this thing and i think this changed a lot of the all the panorama you know yeah. it's a it's I, I it's not to be better much better or not a teacher it's the way you feel when you teach or the way you sit down in your studio to organize a workshop or something like this it's for me it's not about how which piece I'm going to teach. Those experience with these people, with these amazing people, uh, 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 teach me or taught me in the past uh, that I have to try to focus on the how I have to teach, not on what I have to teach. Mm -hmm. 
people sometimes is waiting that you teach in some way. So it's a bit difficult to change this kind of uh, way of teaching, you know. People are, um, the first thing is they need to ask one question. Oh, how she is doing this technique? And that is what makes the difference to go or not to one workshop. But it's so difficult that people say, oh, I know how to how she does this, but I'm going to go to, to, to apply to the workshop because I know she's going to teach me something different, you know? Mm -hmm. And so this is really difficult for a teacher because uh, I think <laughs> I can, uh, I would like to teach how to make a perfect block in white polymer clay, you know? Yeah. Of course, <laughs> all the people know how to make a perfect polymer clay or not, you know. There's a lot of technique involved in, in that simple uh, workshop, but no one is going to pay for that. But I completely understand you, what you're talking about. Yeah. It's something that I think we have to change. When when I went to, to Synergy in, in, in Philadelphia in, mm -hmm. in 2017, I think, I, I organized a, a proposal about teaching what about teaching it was called no and I, I make a, a poll for a, a lot of people in polymer clay asking how for them what was the most valuable in in a, in a workshop why they went uh, to a workshop and how much money they could pay and and the thing is we are so classical in polymer clay community <laughs> about uh, teaching and, and it could be good it's not a bad uh, a thing okay yeah. it's easy for all of us no, to teach in that way. But uh, if you want to change something, it's a bit difficult. There are basically two groups. The first one is super excited to meet friends and the community. And the second one may be more passionate about the material itself. And they are really happy to learn all those little secret behind how to, you know, create a white block of polymer clay <laughs> or something super minimalist. But at the first sight, you probably don't see all those tips and tricks that you might share during the class and that's probably the problem right like people assume to think just about the final project comparing to price and tutorials and all those advantages around but they often don't don't see or maybe they are not able to imagine that they are that there is much more behind a project like that right exactly and and we uh it's 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 true they they can see but sometimes we have to look ourselves and say and and it's something that i know that it's starting to change in my mind i have to explain much better when i offer mm -hmm. uh, a workshop because mm -hmm. sometimes we because this way of being classic in a polymer clay community we just put one two three picture and say we are going to make this uh, workshop we have to learn how to tell people and attract people and telling, this is a bit different. This is not exactly a step-by-step -step workshop because there's a lot of different things that you are going to discover. And there's something that we have to learn, or, or me, I have to learn much more. <laughs> but uh, that's important. And, uh, and I think at the end, change thing is so difficult when everybody thinks in, a, in the same way. Or, when we have a small world like this, 
the polymer kill community that all of us are thinking about, uh, and and we don't go out these people, you know. We need to go out a bit, and we need to embrace another people that make also polymer clay, but in another completely way, different way. So because this is going to be so enriched, you know, we, we are going to get much better and we are going to learn another ways to teach. And, and you know, it's uh, it's a lot of things that came to my, to mm-hmm. my mind, but uh, all the time they are the same. We have to open, we have to change. We, we don't have to teach following the dots, you know, we, when you have this, uh, a picture for kids, no? Uh, we have to start uh, walking and, and one mm-hmm. step and one uh, and another step because it's not, it's not possible to change everything and, and maybe yeah. we are not the person allowed to change, you know? <laughs> maybe there's some lady, I don't know, in Austria that say, I don't want to change everything. <laughs> I want to follow in this way, no? But we have to open a bit the things to show a different way so yeah. that show that that uh, teach a, a white square can be really really interesting also you know mm-hmm. and i think i think that is what we have to do yeah the white block is like extreme thing but i know what you are talking about so maybe do you think that we can do the change as teachers, or is it more up to students to change the polymer clay community and the way of teaching and running workshops? Or is it maybe both, because it's on both sides? I think it's both sides. I I don't believe in leaders, you know. <laughs> There's a lot of people that that needs a leader, and the leader is going to give, you know, to show us the, the the way to. No, I don't believe in that. It's a, this is this is something. It's an effort of all these different people. This is this is a forum to share and and to learn from all the people so you show me your way i can show me i'll show you my way and between us we can get common position and try to develop another different way and try to work with other people you know it's i think it's really important not to forget that this our passion (laughs) and and when you have a you Think about you when you were a young lady, much more young lady than now, and, and, and just a little girl, and, and you discover something and you wanted to show to all your friends and to your father, your mother, your cousin. Do you have that? Do you remember that feeling? So I think mm-hmm. that's what we have to do, or, 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 or what we have. That's a way to work with uh, with polymer clay because opens a lot and 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 enrich a lot for for all of us you know to me i'm very amazed how open you are about the teaching and the way you teach and i think i'm really a fan of that and i feel that i'm thinking about it in the same way that it's really important to you know teach and guide but also let all those doors of all possibilities and options open to those who would like to go in a different way. And there is nothing wrong about it. But also, I'm sure that there are some teachers who think about it differently and they really want their students to follow step by step. Otherwise, they get, you know, a little bit more stressed or angry. Have you 
met someone like that who were thinking about it in a different way? I have found in 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 all the in the in the two parts in the, as a student mm-hmm. as a teacher, and I understand them. It's this is about the style, you know, yeah. in the same way that. Uh, there's a lot of people uh, making uh, flowers, for example, and I, I never make flowers. Uh, it's good. There's there's a lot of people who love flowers and there's a lot of people who love uh, that someone guides in a really a straight way, following this, make this exactly in this. And, you know, there's people for all of us and for all the styles. I think that what we should do is just to show our way you know and our way mm-hmm. is not better or worse best or better mm-hmm. or worse than, than than other people maybe we we haven't found all this other community that loves to experiment and and went to a workshop without knowing exactly what is going to do you know in 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 polymeralia we make the first day it's a surprise day you know it's it's a day where people never know what is going to do because i develop a different activity for four hours for them and usually these activities are for about creativity works in groups and being outside the limit you know and yeah. none of them knows what they are going to do but uh, there's something because polymeralia is uh, five years in in presential way and, mm-hmm. and and people know me and they say okay it's going to be fun at least it, it it's going to be fun but it's something for me amazing because they the the 10 or 15 first minutes they are uh, uh, they have fears and they are afraid they they doubt uh, they they think that it's going to be impossible to do that but at the end they have funny and they i know they learn a lot because uh, uh, if we are making some working groups where they have to change the piece when it's in the middle of, of the work, you know, and starting by the other, or working with common uh, materials that are not exactly polymer clay, or design about thinking just in one color or something like that. From the beginning, this is a bit terrifying, you know. <laughs> I, I, it's going to be impossible to do something good. And the thing is, we have to forget about do something good or not good, or we have to do things, mm-hmm. you know, and enjoy in this uh, process and learn in this process. Uh, that you know, sometimes we say, "Oh no, I enjoy a lot," but you forget that you have to learn after that process. You have to look at your, at your table or your companion and and talk to them and say, "What is it? We, we could." change to make it better or you know we have done this piece in this you know what important process is and in, in polymeralia at the end of this day we're sitting all around and talk about the processes of all of us just want to say that your experience and the activities at polymeralia kind of reminds me my school time because i have been having some kind of actor classes and exactly the first 10-20 minutes were like totally strange and horrible and nobody 
even wanted to do something, but at the end you realize that there were many things that learn that you learned and you basically learn something else about you. So for example, you have an actor class and you really don't want to touch with people you don't know or you don't want to do crazy sounds and you don't want to present yourself in front of other people. And then, you know, when you think about it much more, you realize that there are many problems in your life, for example, that reflects on that. And that's maybe the reason why you don't want to do these activities. So I'm sure that doing that at a polymer clay event must be really crazy, but also fun and important. But it's really hard for people to understand that it's for their good and that it's not something that they should be embarrassed about, you know, or being shamed for that. I think that the, the point for this is the sense of humor. So yeah. as a teacher, you have to be like a clown. And and mm -hmm. that's my, <laughs> no, that, that's uh, in this rehearsal that it's the first day in Polymeralia. Uh, I have to be the clown that, yeah. that, uh, and you enjoy that say, yeah, thing, so. and, and, and <laughs> say a lot of, uh, nonsense things and and i was really shy person so i learned also all these kind of things and and this was one of the things i have learned from the people with mental disease i have mm -hmm. what happened something someone is going to to love okay it's good <laughs> that that's the point so we we organize these uh, things in the first day from polymeralia so people can broke their change so they can go into the three days of workshop mm -hmm. in in another way so they yeah. don't need to follow all the step ask the people to oh we have to need this kind of square-minded uh, uh, tutorial or something like that so mm -hmm. they can relax a bit and and of course to to know them because there's a lot mm -hmm. of people that of apply all the all the gears but not all of them so there are newbies that need to be uh, pushed down mm -hmm. with the with the group yeah. so and and it's what you say you 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 started to know people in front of you because they have a lot of fears and a lot of traumas and things that mm -hmm. stop them to uh, lost uh, the 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 embarrassed uh, feeling and the shame and all these things so and this i think is the the biggest problem with the creativity all these things that we have in mind that stop us so mm -hmm. we have i think as a teacher that's why i say that it's not about the piece all these things that i'm talking to you are the things that we have to put in a workshop also but the the thing is how come we how come publicity this <laughs> yeah I, I totally understand and i even didn't know about it before so to me it's also a big surprise that this is a part of it but to me it sounds really great and to be honest i would be super happy to be a part of that because to me it sounds like something very important and i think that these little traumas or blocks they kind of reflect on your everyday living but thanks to these activities you basically you know these people jump into the water and they need to learn how to swim and this is something that also helps the creativity as you said and it's really helpful not only in the art but also in the living itself 
exactly so it's amazing that you are you know trying to exploring all those other activities and that you are connecting that to the polymer clay i think that's that's what i i tell uh, what i mean when i say we have to explore another ways another mm-hmm. world that's that's my idea you know it's not and and feeling that it's not the best and it's just my way and it's just another road to follow just uh, that so and and of course enjoy in the process that's mm-hmm. that's the, the the best is that loving love relation with polymer clay that has to be hot all the time <laughs> i was always wondering about the healing abilities colors have have you noticed any improvements connected specifically to colors and their choices while teaching your students were they possibly affected by colors that they were using good question i know the color is a huge topic for you right <laughs> yeah. so that's it's really d- d- difficult i think i'm going to think while i'm talking to you um I think color is another uh, tool that people are a lot of afraid of them of of, mm-hmm. of it. Okay, uh, when you say color, people oh, get into the panic and, and say that, that that's impossible. And 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 that's there's a sentence I always say that the, the thing is there's a lot of books, there's a lot of material uh, you can go and read about color. And I think all of them are written just for the author to understand it, not for the mm-hmm. public, you know? Yeah. So it's really difficult to understand color theory if you go and read a book or if you go on internet because you read this about the color wheel and at the end say, that's what means, no? So mm-hmm. that's a handicap, really handicap to, to understand color. And so what happened with people that all the time goes to the colors they love most and with they feel more comfortable mm-hmm. and they can't go and experiment and it's just color. What happened is they don't match <laughs> yeah. mixed together and put a, a lot of white and, and you get a, a, a amazing color. You know, it's, it's so easy, but uh, I I think that the main uh, behavior with color and people is the colors I love. There was uh, a student, I think it was in Germany, uh, I was teaching the fox horn and you know this uh, workshop, is. it was thinking about color, not about horn. For me it was thinking about how to get uh, matte color from uh, primaries and how to manage them. So this is not about, and how to manage with a translucent. So this is not about horn. Horn is an excuse that can be sold, you know, to, to people to come. And and there was a, a lady who told me, I, I, I never feel comfortable with browns. So I'm more like unicorn girl. <laughs> so I'm going to do it with, uh, with uh, pinks and purples. And so she, she did, uh, this horn with purples and pinks and and it was interesting you know mm-hmm. but and 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 i feel good because she could come and tell me i'm going to to make another thing so in that way i love when people say no no i'm going to work in another way i'm not going to to do what you say so that that's really important but in other in, in another way i was thinking and i said the problem for choosing the the purple it wasn't to experiment it was because she uh, 
couldn't feel comfortable with browns. And that's a problem because if you don't, or if I can explain them that they have to experiment with the color they don't love, they are not going to arrive to the next step with color or with design or whatever they have in life. So people work with color because they love the colors they choose. And that's it. Of course, there's a lot of different treatment with colors if you are in Europe or if you are in South America. There's nothing mm -hmm. to do. We, we Here in Europe, we prefer less saturated color and, and in South America, it's an explosion of saturated color. Amazing that I really envy because I can't uh, mix the color in the way they do. You know, these saturated pinks with greens, with blues. Wow, and, 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 and I try to put them together and I try <laughs> and I say, no, 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 I don't have that feeling. And they have. So in South America, they use this saturated color. And when I taught, taught there, all the students did with their colors. And no one tried to use less saturated color. And when we are here in Europe, it's, it's exactly the same. So, of course, the thing is, maybe they love pink because another thing's in their mind or their feelings in that moment. But uh, but I can't see that when I uh, at, uh, at the workshop, you know, yeah. it's, it's a slow time. It's really tiny time to, mm -hmm. to guess uh, if they are trying, if they are putting open their, their, their heart and putting in their piece. I suppose that the choose of their favorite color it's something that has to be with their own feeling. Their... Yeah, there are many hidden things, right? You know what sometimes breaks my heart? Do you imagine that you, for example, publish a tutorial and the project itself is made from rainbow colors, so it's very colorful. And then you create another one, which is for you, for example, you, you like it much more, but the colors are, as you say, desaturated or more neutral. And the first one, the rainbow one, is super popular and everybody loves that. And the second one is like not so many views and you get sad about it because it's not that popular. So how much this is important for you when you are, for example, teaching online? Do you think about colors in the way of promoting some kind of subject of the project itself? I think it's absolutely difficult uh, task. It's something that... Uh takes a long time it's in it's we have to do it it's this is something that we can't uh, 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 choose we have to mm -hmm. and but I really don't like to be all the time trying to uh, to understand and to guess what people love most people love most things that have a lot of uh, a lot of colors in the picture as you said and that's happened people uh, uh, is attracted by metallic colors, saturated, colorful pictures, and not about less uh, saturated matte colors or something with less contrast and something like that. So mm. uh, the thing is, I know that what I love most is not what people are going to love most, you know? So that's something I know about my work. And, and it's okay. It's a... Uh, it's something that happens. So there's two different ways. 
there's a way, of course, everything that I, I do, I do because I love it, you know, but uh, there's two ways, there's some pieces that I do thinking in post or in try to sell a tutorial or try to make a, a workshop and there's another pieces that I do because I love them and mm -hmm. I don't care if people love or if, or if not, you know. Mm -hmm. Something that helps me a lot uh, with this way of thinking, because this is not easy, was starting my YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So at the beginning was, of course, I had to to study a lot about media, video, audio, and all these things. That it's an amazing world, also, <laughs> and and that's technical things. That it's okay, but the thing was that you have to be ready to be judged all the time mm -hmm. by the other people and by yourself also, because when you go again with a video and look at it and or editing and you look yourself that's really difficult so there was a moment that i thought anna this is really simple if you want to go exploring this path you have to forget about everything and everybody <laughs> so <laughs> it's something that you do for you and if it's good for you it's okay so it changed a lot my mind. It was another moment really, really important. That you cannot take it personally, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because uh, there's going to be a lot of people that uh, are going to love and there's going to be a lot of people that are going to hate. And we have to say that you have there almost 40,000 subscribers, right? Which is like a huge I think I have 38, I have or 39 yeah. at this moment, so I, I'm so happy, of course. But I think that the success is because I'm, I work with this YouTube channel from my heart, you know. Mm -hmm. When I do something, I do because I want to make this process, this project. And I don't care if it's easier, if it reminds me something or no. So there's no rules about copy or being copy, there's no rules about being originals, there's no rules about having everything perfect. The, no, that's that it's it's something a way that I, I don't need in my YouTube channel. So mm -hmm. if I want to make uh, this earring that I work today, I'm going to do it. Or even if there's a lot of people making lentil swirls or something like that, I don't care. Yeah. Because I can't be all the time thinking if something is done, if something ha has taught this, because that's so tired. So I don't care when people copy me. I never copy people uh, knowing that I'm copying them. Mm -hmm. Never, never. And so if sometimes we do it, it's okay. There's a lot of yeah, people that happen. write to you. I, I suppose it's something that mm -hmm. happens to you also that write with the best uh, position and say, oh, there's one people copying you and me. And I say, oh, thank you so much. I appreciate, but I don't care. <laughs> and, you know, when you, for example, as you said, you can copy someone without realizing that. So did this happen to you? And if yes, how did you react to that? Because I had the same experience and I was so angry to myself that it happened to me because I was not aware of that. And then someone told me and I was like, oh my God, it, it took so much time and hours. And now should I post it? Should I put it in the trash? You know, 
Yeah, it happens. It happens uh, with the last uh, video. It was mm -hmm. I had made a, a, a earring that uh, it's exactly the same as Kathleen Dustin one, and I didn't mm -hmm. realize even the color, <laughs> you know. Yeah. And and someone wrote you about that. Someone told me, and and I get yeah. uh, angry, hungry, uh, <laughs> angry. Angry. <laughs> yeah. But uh, because I never do that in a way to 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 hurt people and to try to copy what necessity I have to copy Kathleen Dustin. <laughs> or, mm -hmm. or, or, you know, it's uh, she's an amazing teacher and, and, and it's okay. And we are a community and we are all day long looking pictures, projects, pieces, no, all the time. It's mm -hmm. like a bombing in your mind. So, of course, it's something you like. It's going to be in your heart, in your mm -hmm. mind. So. In the past, it was something that happened to me, of course, and I said, okay, I can't do that. If you come to me and say, Anna, I have discovered that I have made a piece that it's exactly like yours, I will, I feel so honored that someone have arrived at the same point at me. You know what big connection we have if we arrive <laughs> at the same point, why we can't uh, look for that way, you know? Mm. Uh, you know that the, this about sharing and and that we have uh, talked before. You know when you realize that there's another people that arrive at the same point, being in another part of the world. You know, that's really magic. Amazing. That's yeah. magic. How amazing a, 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 a situation can start. You know that two people that join together in that way in a creativity world that come together, wow, that would be amazing to develop something with that mm -hmm. person. So do you think the communication is very important in this between artists? Yeah, I think the communication is so important, but the first thing is not to get angry all the time mm -hmm. and not to think about this is mine or this is yours. This is about the community. You know, yeah. I, I don't like leaders. I told you at the beginning and I don't like uh, properties uh, like that. Of course, I have mm -hmm. to eat and I have to pay my bills. But uh, if something has copied me, it's coming after me. So in, in this creative process, I go one step and someone copy me, but it's one step before me, no, I can go mm -hmm. another one. So be happy. Never think that someone want to hurt you. <laughs> Just uh, think that maybe someone has arrived at the same point as you, or maybe he wants or she wants to copy, but that's after. But the first thing mm -hmm. is keep calm and, and, and think that people mainly are good people, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, it happened many times that the Polmerkley community got in a fight. Yeah. And there were like two groups and each of them were like trying to stand for their artist. And this is really not a nice thing to have on social media because then it's going to be a problem. And maybe you have no idea that those two artists already talked before or, you know, they, for example, talk about that and the possibility of being in the same state of mind and inspiration. This is crazy sometimes, right? We can't go in that line. We can't. Mm. We, we, 
we have to go out there. So feel free. That, that's something I really, uh, I told you, I, I learned from this YouTube channel because in YouTube sometimes you get really bad uh, comments and most of them are wonderful. So I always focus on that. But uh, I don't want to... to to people to to try to explain me why I'm doing this or not. I, sometimes I don't know why I'm doing things, you know. So mm-hmm. keep calm, <laughs> enjoy, and and never think that the other people is your enemy. We are not enemies. <laughs> we are a community. So I I understand that in community we try to help each other, you know. Of course. So forget about I'm your team. You are. Because yeah. that lady copied that, so I'm with her and not with you. Because you, you know, that's look like uh, children <laughs> in a really bad way. Yeah. So, some way, I feel uh, a bit outside, trying to go outside the mm-hmm. the usual or the classical uh, polymer clay community. I know I don't want to. To, to be out, you know, but I want mm-hmm. to explore another thing. So I discovered with with the YouTube channel that there's a lot of people outside mm-hmm. out there, yeah. there and trying to uh, know a lot about polymer clay that they write to you, they ask, and they are so uh, polite and, and they always uh, told you about your work and in a positive way. Way. I have the same experience, yeah. With our social media, I actually found many new clients that I have no idea about and they are not in the center of the jewelry polymer clay community. And to me, it's really hard to explain it to someone. But with you, I feel like we have the same, you know, idea about that because we are in the center and we know, let's say, hundreds of people who are in this community taking classes or teaching, being an attendee and student. And sharing this knowledge and sometimes having fights who invented this and that. And this, I'm not sure, like those people outside are a good fresh start of something that can be connected with us. And I think it's really important to give it a chance to be connected with them in a new way that is much more friendly than we are used to have in the center. Yes, absolutely. I I agree with you from the beginning to the end. That's uh, yeah. we, we we need to 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 go open and 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 make bigger the community and and learn about the other people and not to think that because we are twenty years in polymer clay we know everything, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Because what I love is uh, discover things. So I don't want to know everything. I want to discover and to know much more things and learn and. So this is something that other people can give us to the to this polymer clay, but we need to stop thinking that we are some kind of elite, elite, mm-hmm. uh, and because we are not, yeah. we are not. And we are people enjoying polymer are, clay. Yeah, the truth is that they are artists or people who work with the clay for two, three years, and they are absolutely amazing, and their skills are totally different than we have. Maybe because they are out of the community and they think differently. And that's maybe your point, right? To keep those doors open to them. Exactly. Exactly. So that's, that's, I think in some way, this is their way of a teacher. Not mm-hmm. only teach the project, but understand 
all this thing and be some kind of guide, but in a way that shows, that tells you that this is a way we can explore and we can do it together. That it's a, mm -hmm. it's amazing way. So it's a, it's really really interesting. From my point of view, you shared with the polymer clay community mostly your very minimalistic work, and now with the teaching on YouTube and with online classes, you dig more into simpler techniques than others can try and do by themselves. Is that right? Do I see it in the right way? Yeah, I started with the, with the YouTube with a more complicated projects, mm -hmm. and then I realized that uh, no, I, I couldn't get to the newbies, to the other, uh, I couldn't arrive to the other people. If I use, uh, or, or if I try to put some project uh, complicated with a lot of uh, steps, uh, mm -hmm. that takes a long time to work with, uh, because that's for the other, the jewelry polymer clay community, not yeah. for the news. And I realized that there's a lot of people that came to visit the videos when the, when the videos are so simple. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of, it's a big trend now of, uh, of another kind of jewelry, so minimal, so simple, uh, clean lines that don't need a project to take five hours to make an earring, mm -hmm. you know. So there's a lot of people that maybe because work or maybe because uh, um, hobby, they need just to make a piece in 10 minutes. So mm -hmm. that's why I have changed uh, the line of the channel uh, mm -hmm. from the beginning to, to now. And it's and it's so it's a, it's another difficult thing to make as a teacher. So I I I leave this difficult project more like a community polymer clay community, classic polymer clay community to my Etsy shop or online shops. That it's mm -hmm. what people is uh, asking at this moment, and and the other newbies for for the YouTube uh, try to new another people and 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 also uh, for me as a teacher it's it's a hand, it's some kind of uh, challenge you know mm -hmm. uh, try to start again from the beginning so I have a big list of things that I want to teach and and I realize all of them are basics. How do you divide the time for your own art and those simpler but important ideas and techniques you share with your audience? Because, for example, I made a necklace and tutorial for the Polymeric magazine recently and it took me like two weeks from the first idea to the final touches. And, you know, to be honest, sometimes I really felt that I'm going to die because I thought that I will never finish that. And at the end, I was happy about it, but I can't imagine how you can divide the time for those more simple things and for your own collections that you must have in your mind. I can't. <laughs> can't. I can't. Okay. You know, there's a lot of things you have to do that they are out of the creativity part and you have mm -hmm. to do it. This We have to talk about social media or something about your mm -hmm. bills and think that it's something terrible. And there's a lot of things that... that you have have to learn. So uh, this is uh, I sometimes I say that this is a working work like a fireman, mm -hmm. like a firewoman. You know, you have with your water and you try to <laughs> stop all the fires uh, at the time they need it. So mm -hmm. it's really really difficult to uh, 
divide the time. So at the end, what you have to, or what I try to do is try to make the things I love and, and, and try to get an arrangement. You know, mm-hmm. there's some project that uh, I, I want to do because I have, I, I, I want to make the videos or I have a workshop. So I try to make something that could be in some way commercial and to, to try to, to sell and also that it has my soul, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think this works for me at this moment and of course work so quickly because all these things have uh, takes a long time. You have told maybe yeah. two weeks for a tutorial. People sometimes they don't know that uh, record the video tutorial. It takes 40, 50, 60 hours without counting the creative process <laughs> you know yeah. the, 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 the creative process yes it's a lot of things to do and mm-hmm. and with the creative process what I do is write down all my ideas I have mm-hmm. a Trello this app with all for the computer mm-hmm. I work with Trello that I really love uh, my husband talk about it and and it's wonderful because I can organize all my time all the projects and in which uh, position are they? So that's wonderful. And every idea I have, every image come to my mind, I write it down and that's it. Okay, I ca- I'm not going to forget it. That's really, really important. Mm-hmm. And I have developed this uh, this skill, I think, of working so quickly and can mm-hmm. have two or three th- different things at the same point. Yeah, it's sometimes really breezy and I can imagine that you must have thousands of things on your to-do list so and I really like that you actually use the Trello I'm using Google Keep which is for me kind of easier because it looks more minimalistic like you have exact colors and those you know squares where you can write to-do lists and I share it in our people in the company and I put their tasks for them so one day when they wake up they already have a list what they should do in the day so it keeps everything really productive but also really consistent to look at like you you have an idea what you have to do and what you have to go through to finish some projects so this is really great and when I look at your work it is obvious that you like to combine the polymer clay with other materials like silver wires and stone How do you find the right match between these materials? Um, it was something that is changing in, in, in the last pieces I have done. If you realize, mm-hmm. I've, I'm focusing more on polymer clay yeah. at this moment. It's true that your last collections were more like mixed media, yeah. right? Now with the YouTube, it's more going through yes, to yes. the polymer clay only. Exactly, and and mm-hmm. it was uh, something that happened three or four years ago. There were well, this kind of problems that we have in polymer clay community, but it mm-hmm. was about uh, shops and the problem that you well, okay, you know, when you have a workshop and I have a shop and I'm your friend and you have a shop and I'm your friend and I want to sell everything, you know, so. It was a situation that I could understand the two parts and, and I mm-hmm. said this is have no sense. So I my thought was I'm trying to do project in which I only need polymer clay and just a few uh, tools. 
<laughs> just try to work with uh, just with uh, the of course the blades and the and the pasta machine and two or three uh, uh, tools and 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 that's it. So uh, all the other materials came apart, you know, for some mm -hmm. reason. In this uh, idea that I have about tools, the other materials disappear for for some reason. I don't mm -hmm. know exactly why, but. Uh, I, for for I I need to focus more on polymer clay more than the mm -hmm. other material. But uh, this is now in the past. I I I thought that uh, mainly silver or metal with polymer clay was a perfect uh, marriage. Mm -hmm. You know they they are two completely different materials, opposite in all the concept. You know polymer clay is modeling clay and silver is a metal and is completely hard you need a completely different uh, tools to work with so they are the opposite and i love a lot this place uh, these games with opposite no mm -hmm. with uh, in color the the contrast color the, the the complementary colors in design the 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 balance with with unbalanced figure or the the rough with the with the smooth and all these kind of of games of opposite, I really love them. So in some way, metal and polymer clay are the opposite, but matches really, really good, okay? Mm -hmm. But of course, if you are teaching, maybe this is the reason, I'm not sure, but if you are teaching, it's not easy to keep all your tools for metal to a polymer clay mm -hmm. workshop. So maybe this is the, is the reason, but I'm not sure. And the other thing I love is, is resin. Resin is an amazing work mm -hmm. and world. And but it's also not easy material to teach, uh, yeah. you know, because it's not like, exactly yeah. safe and, and it's and many things can happen in bubbles and everything. Yeah. And and uh, you have to to wear these masks, special ones, and all these things. And. And I was uh, teaching, I was uh, talking with a teacher of jewelry school, one of the official jewelry schools in, in Spain. And they say, okay, polymer clay is not a material for jewelry. It's not an artistic material. Oh, no. <laughs> Again, no. But resin, it is. And, and I try to, to figure out why. Another plastic compound, because resin mm -hmm. is a plastic and polymer clay is a plastic, why one? was uh, uh, an artistic material like resin and one is not an artistic one like polymer clay why what's the difference is it maybe because the resin is more like a glass like the translucent makes it a little bit more luxury than plastic polymer clay i think uh, it could be but uh, but i think it has more to be with uh, the public or the the customer, mm -hmm. you know, we are we have associate this uh, polymer claim this material to women, uh, not artists, um, mm -hmm. kids. So the, in the moment, it's women and kids. And for if you look at the people who work with resing, <laughs> they are almost uh, men. Mm -hmm. And in some way, I thought that <laughs> there's something about the gender here, about the material and the gender, and it's not uh, nonsense. I think if you think about it, you know that all the materials that woman, uh, women uh, works are less artistic ones. If you think about shoe, 
shoe or knitting or crochet that are amazing on in Spain in Spain we have the bolillo that is a special kind of crochet so difficult mm -hmm. this is craft this is not art yeah it's craft that's true yeah. mm -hmm. and 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 why and and when there's a a a, 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 a silversmith that it's man it's a, a in the moment oh that's hard or you know a hammersmith that it's almost a craft, but no, no, they are making art or they are making a sculpture. No, they are making exactly the same that women. <laughs> but for some reason, uh, this is art and this not. And I think it can be something that happened with the resin and with the, and with the um, polymer clay. Because I have no, I try to guess, to guess if there is another reason, but I can't figure out which can be. Mm -hmm. I think you got a point. And and I suppose that you have found the same if you have talked to jewelry, no? Yeah, in the university especially and everywhere where the paint and paper and drawing, it's much more than working with plastic. And, you know, what you can do, you, you have no tools how to prove that it's true. Only you can present the work of international artists from the community. That's a way. But as you say, all of those people which are somewhere in the high art community, they assume exactly as you said, you have a clay, you have a kid, you have a woman. And then because of that, this is a craft and it's not an art. So exactly. this is really hard to, you know, convince them that it's not like that. It's so difficult to put in front of those kind mm -hmm. of people and try to say, let's go to analyze which is an art, what is an mm -hmm. art, or, or what something needs to be an art, which is the process, which blah, 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 and why our, it's not an artistic medium, and, and other mm -hmm. that it's so similar, it's an artistic, artistic medium, so I really can't understand. And in some way I say, okay, it's time for polymer clay, not for other material that are so considered as an art, as a blah, 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 no, no, I want to, go again with polymer clay and, and with the basic. I think it's some kind of cycle in my life, you know. Mm -hmm. I started just with polymer clay and rich with another mm -hmm. different, and I think I'm, I'm mm -hmm. back. So one of your first questions was, have you evolved? And yes, I think I'm in a, in a circle and I'm mm -hmm. uh, walking. No? It's a <laughs> yeah. You know, the only thing I think that we can do is, as you said before, to simply don't care about other artistic fields or communities where the polymer clay material is not as luxury or as artistic as others. And I think it's a really important message that we can actually achieve many wonderful things when having those doors open and sharing and teaching and being just open to others outside of the community but also not really care about those who say that polymer clay is just a piece of plastic or clay for kids. Exactly. Uh, I agree with you. It's uh, that we have a, a, a big field in front of us and mm -hmm. that it's wonderful. There's a lot of uh, grass and amazing uh, landscape. And we have another in the other part where people say, ah, you, this is not valuable, valuable thing. Valuable. Yeah. So it's up to us to go here or to go there. So, 
and it's much fun to go to the beautiful mm-hmm. landscape and learn a lot and and, and teach a lot a lot of things people the other thing it's so tired <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah but you know in USA I think that Kathleen Destin and Cynthia Tubes and many others for and for Lano, they already achieved that when having a cooperation with museums and having those exhibitions so in USA it can be a little bit different than in Europe so maybe it's our time to work on this too and you know to I know it takes a lot of time and effort and it's definitely exhausting to trying to fight for a material with those others so it depends if we are you know more focusing on the polymer clay itself or if we are trying to in some way create the future for the material while having those you know cooperation with museums i don't know if this is a good way how to be yeah. sure that in 100 year, years there's going to be the same you know community around I, i'm not sure i i have no answer for that i think for this moment i feel that i want to to teach in different way in, in mm-hmm. explore different ways uh, to teach to uh, maybe be a mentor of some people uh, i want to explore that that part uh, i think it's uh, maybe our our paper here is to show to the newbies that this is mm-hmm. a, a really amazing material and they have to fight for them and mm-hmm. and we be with them but uh, Maybe we have to show and not to focus in the bad uh, things, but in the good ones, you know. Uh, I remember myself uh, talking to some people and say, oh, and trying to make some excuse and say, no, but this is good. And, and what's necessity? I don't have the necessity of trying to say, no, but it's a good material. The, my necessity is to talk in a good way of the material because I love it. <laughs> so I I think we have to put the focus we focus on on the good things, you know, and and work and show and and all these things that we have in uh, chatting together. But yeah. I think it's not for me. It's not the moment of being an activist of the material. Mm-hmm. You know? And you can do it all, I guess. Like, you have a lot to do. As an activist, you have to stop sometimes, too, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's time to stop and, and focus mm-hmm. in, in other things and, and try to develop new ways uh, to teach and all these things that we have been talking about. And... and also, maybe it's important to say that this time is just totally different than, I don't know, 50 years ago. Because with the social media and YouTube and TikTok and the wall, you know, online active people, it's going to be a little bit faster, I guess. It's like a snowball exactly. and it gets bigger and bigger and better and better. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So so we have to, to evolve as the, as the times. It's not, uh, mm-hmm. it's not the same, the classic polymer clay community. It's amazing, but I think it's focusing 20 years ago or it depends of the of the space Europe or the states but we have to go with the times we are <laughs> we are people that love the material so this in I, I don't know we have to to be in a oh, the thing. okay and you know it, we have to evolve and try not to be in the same conflict as uh, before we have to move. Yeah. I'm really happy 
to being able to have you here today and I'm really grateful for you to being so honest and so open talking about the Polymer Clay community and your own personal experience. So do you have something to say at the end for our listeners? The the first thing is, is for you because you are happy that I feel <laughs> so happy here to be able to have also this opportunity to talk, to express myself and to feel that I don't have to uh, put some breaks and say, oh, stop, Anna, don't say this. So that's uh, really, really important mm-hmm. to feel comfortable to, to talk uh, in a free mm-hmm. way. So thank you for that. And it's always a, a pleasure to work with you because you have another different vision and, and it's really, really good. And you you are working in a polymer clay world for a lot of years, if we think about it. Mm-hmm. And you started as mm-hmm. a, a small teenager, so we have That's seen it. you grow. That's <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> so it's, it's wonderful. And for the other people, just enjoy, learn, share and analyze what you are doing in a mm-hmm. comfortable and polite thing way you know think about the other people in a polite way think about you in a polite polite way but enjoy all the road you know the most important thing for me it's enjoy every step i did in the past mm-hmm. and every step i'm doing if there's something that you don't want to do and it's not a, a job you know don't do it <laughs> you know mm-hmm. if it's a hobby it's a hobby but clay all the time you can experiment uh, learn share you know that's that's an amazing world so enjoy it enjoy mm-hmm. I think enjoy the adventure right exactly exactly yeah. thank you so much thank you thank you so much to you thank you